Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Good morning from a hot and humid midtown Manhattan. It's Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Carl Riccadonna, Chief U.S. Economist for the BNP Paribas Markets 360 team. And today I'm joined by two of our senior U.S. economists, Andy Schneider and Yelena Shelecheva. Andy, Yelena, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Carl. Good to be back, Carl. Well, it's the lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer, as they uh, sang 60 years ago. Uh, maybe not so lazy, but we're definitely getting a fair dose of hazy and crazy in the economic data. Uh, the labor market uh, not breaking a sweat despite 500 basis points of uh, Fed tightening and inflation pretty hot under the co- collar still with uh, the core CPI pretty much settling at 5% if we look at a 3, 6, 12-month annualized rate of change. Uh, clearly not where we need to be for the Fed to feel confident that they've uh, put the right uh, prescription in place. So, Yelena, let's uh, let's start with you. Uh, we had this uh, pause or skip, whatever you want to call it, uh, at the June FOMC meeting. Uh, did policymakers really need to see one more round of in- inflation data or employment data to uh, have uh, better clarity on uh, where they need to go from here? It's not really about, uh, you know, inflation and the labor market, although those are obviously important. I think what the Fed really wants to see is the impact of tightening in lending standards on the economy. And that's why they paused at the uh, latest meeting. So just recently, Powell said that the economy is facing headwinds from tighter credit conditions. And this is something that we think will uh, have a, a significant impact on economic conditions going forward. As you think about that, is this financial stresses emerging from the events of mid-March, the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and whatnot? Or is this the lagged uh, impact of 500 basis points of uh, monetary policy tightening. All well, of the above. All of the above. Okay. <laughs> I um, think yeah, that's uh, that's what we need to see. There's been a significant tightening happening, and uh, obviously the uh, latest events could exacerbate that. So they need more clarity on lending conditions. What will we get between now and the July? interest rate decision. So uh, the FOMC will get the latest uh, survey of senior loan officers, um, uh, senior loan officers. And uh, uh, be, but before that, uh, we already know that we received uh, the Dallas Fed uh, senior loan officers survey, and uh, we have some anecdotal evidence from the Beige Book. So the, the Dallas Fed survey is a what a mini mini sluice, if you would. It's okay. a mini sluice, and uh, it now actually... now financial conditions have been easing recently, so that's telling one story for what we should look for in the national sluice. But tell tell us about but the, the Dallas survey. But the bankers are telling us something different. So this is a survey of uh, sixty uh, plus banks. Uh, in the uh, Dallas region, and they're telling us that the conditions are actually tightening. There's much less demand uh, for loans um, from consumers, from businesses, and that's a really bad omen. So the June survey showed that conditions didn't really change that much from uh, the previous survey, which was conducted in May. But overall, for the second quarter, uh, conditions deteriorated quite significantly compared to what we saw in the beginning of the year. And that uh, is telling us that we could see a significant deterioration in the nationwide 
uh, senior loan officer survey. So do lending conditions in the, the Dallas Fed district, which is pretty much the state of Texas, um, does that correlate well with broader lending <laughs> conditions, right? We have Wall Street in the New York Fed district. And of course, uh, the bank stresses earlier this year were uh, largely oriented in it California. Has, uh, it has a almost perfect correlation. Yes, there's uh, not that much history, but uh, there is a pretty significant correlation there, which is pointing to uh, some uh, further tightening in lending conditions. Very interesting. Now, if we regress that on GDP growth, it does point to some, some that, pretty weak economic activity heading into the, the back yeah. part of the year. That tells us uh, economic growth should contract uh, pretty soon. Interesting. Well, let's bring in Andy here. Uh, the Fed is looking for an endpoint uh, to the tightening uh, campaign. Are we at a sufficiently restrictive stance for monetary policy? How are you looking at that issue? Yeah, so I think we are in a new phase of the tightening campaign, where I think the tightening campaign to this point has been really about kind of catch up, right, and getting rates to a, a place that's not so behind. But I think going forward, it's going to be a question of holding rates restrictive. And for the Fed, in order to gauge what's restrictive, I think they're increasingly going to be talking about and thinking about rates in real terms. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you have a, prices going up by a certain amount each month, that's going to lock in new revenue. So if I'm in business, I'm comparing what my interest rate is with what the inflation rate is for a given, given year, given month. Um, and if we do that, and given where inflation is, in real terms, rates have actually been negative. Even with the really fast historic increase in Fed funds, we've been at negative real rates for most of the year. We just got to about zero in the spring. And as of uh, June, we just got to about 2%. So if I look at so, these charts showing this interest rate uh, hiking cycle compared to recent hiking cycles in history, maybe let's exclude Paul Volcker's uh, a Saturday Night Massacre from the uh, early 1980s. Um, in nominal terms, this looks like a very extreme tightening campaign. But you're telling me in real terms, maybe... We're only recently moving into restrictive territory. Is that exactly? The yeah, in real terms, not as much because we've had high inflation. So in real terms, we have just crossed the into positive territory and just at 2%. And why is 2% important? Well, the Fed tells us what it thinks is the neutral real rate of interest, and it puts that at 0.5%. So 0.5% is just neutral. So we just got above neutral recently. And the Fed has also in the past kind of told us where it thinks sufficiently restrictive is. And we think it's about two, two and a half percent. So until we get to two percent, we're not at sufficiently restrictive yet. Now, given our inflation forecasts, we do think that we will get to about two percent in the midsummer. So one more hike in July that should get us right to about two percent, which in our view, given past comments, that seems to be sufficiently restrictive for the Fed. So we'll finally be at that point, we think, at a Fed funds level nominal of 5.5%. So if I listen to what you're saying, and we're seeing this kind of inflation turning point now, mind you, the, the core has been a bit sticky. Uh, the last meeting wasn't so much of a pause if we think about it in real terms. No, in real terms, it was one of the biggest hikes. It was over a percentage point um, on the month, um, given that the decline in uh, inflation. So then as we stick with this theme of real rates, uh, I guess we shouldn't be thinking in nominal terms. We should think in real terms. And uh, so we have the Fed putting downward pressure on inflation. 
Um, but if we if we look past the the peak, assuming we're close to the peak, one or two more rate hikes. Mm-hmm. Of course, our house view is uh, one more rate hike uh, from the Fed. But how does this inform how we think about the other side? Uh, it's hard to see the kind of the, the far side of a tightening campaign. But as we think about rate cuts or easing, maybe we shouldn't even call it easing. Um, but how does this kind of focus on real rates, which is arguably a little bit new or, or, or nuanced uh, for this uh, cycle? Uh, how does this inform the the cutting campaign, we'll call it? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the Fed wants to hold restrictive for a, a substantial amount of time. And that goes into our thinking for the incoming cutting cycle beginning next year as well. And that we do see inflation coming down, albeit slowly. But the more inflation comes down, if you're holding your nominal rate at the same place, then in real terms, you're actually raising your real rate. Continuing to tighten. Exactly. You're continuing to tighten. So in our view, we have the first nominal cut coming in March 2024. But mind you, inflation is coming down by that point. So that cut is actually really just keeping real rates constant at about 2%. It's preventing any more tightening in policy. And it's not until we get deep into next year when inflation is coming close to target that the cuts actually result in a bit lower real rate, where finally we have the real rate getting a bit below 2% and getting more towards one and a half. I see. So it, I guess uh, connecting all of the dots here, uh, I think the main conclusion is uh, this is a little bit of a different Fed reaction function. It sounds like the Fed will be trimming its sales, not aggressively cutting to 1% or zero as the uh, cutting cycle begins. So if we look back to past template, uh, the last uh, two cycles, I think, are are maybe exceptional. And this looks more like uh, uh, a little bit further back in Fed history as we think about the, the Fed reaction function. I guess in short, we could say it's a, a, a slower moving and maybe a stingier uh, Fed in terms of uh, providing policy accommodation. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining us on today's podcast. And uh, uh, again, thank our uh, listeners for tuning in. And please do uh, check out the BNP Paribas Markets 360 mobile app uh, available uh, online. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation or any form of advice from BNP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.